Okay, good morning, everybody. Everybody's well. Happy Monday. Great to be with you as always. Last week we discussed this idea of being open. Being open is a big deal. There's a lot of opportunities that come our way and we miss them, not because we can't get them, not because we don't have the resources, not because we're not smart enough, good enough, whatever. We got all that stuff. We miss them because we're not open. We're not open to them. I remember one time I was, you know, Momentum runs men's trips. Incredible week-long experiences. We call them birthright, at least my depart my zone. It's called birthright for dads. There's birthright for moms, birthright for dads. Never forget one time we were doing a trip and I opened right away, like with this idea. Like many of you have never been to Israel before. And a lot of the people are, they're adults, right? Like we're not, they're adults. And adults like to do what they want. <laughs> like adults aren't used to someone telling them what to do. Like high school kids are, college kids are, but middle-aged adults are used to doing whatever they want. And the trip has us doing a lot of things. And I said to the guys right away, like, you gotta be open. You gotta try stuff you never tried before. You gotta do things you never did before because you don't want this week to go by. So the trip goes on and thank God it was wonderful. At the end of the trip, it was on a Sunday. We were leaving Sunday night. And a guy comes to me with the equivalent of tears in his eyes. There weren't really tears in his eyes, but you know what I mean. And he says, I looked over to my friends and they had this incredible experience. And I, I didn't. And I wondered why that was. And it was because I just wasn't open to it. Like I was in Israel for a week with just guys. That doesn't happen a lot in someone's life. Most guys that go on this trip really go once, once in their life. Like most people that come on a momentum trip, they never come back. Like this is their time. They've given themselves a vacation, a week of growth, of depth, of openness to be in Israel with 150 other men. And two, like it's just an incredible experience. And what he was lacking was just wasn't open. So whenever everybody did this, he's like, man, when they all tried this, he's like, mm, I don't know. And then he slept in and he, he went to Zoom early. And when everybody was doing this, he just sat around like, <clears throat> and it dawned on him that first it was, this isn't what I wanted, or this isn't cool, or this isn't, this is uncomfortable. And then as friend, 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 friend started to really be inspired and really see new things and really you know work on that like really get a lot out of a trip he started to question it and on the last day at the banquet seeing everybody like saying goodbye and see it hits him i had a week here i had a trip that only goes once a year I had, I had the opportunity of a lifetime. 
to do things that I haven't done since I was a kid. And I blew it because I just wasn't open to it. My heart broke for him. Really, he got on that plane. He was, he got on that plane and I, can, I could see it in him. What a lost opportunity. He's never gonna get it again. He's not gonna come back. He's never gonna get that chance again to experience something that was a once in a lifetime experience. Why? Not because he couldn't, but because he, he wasn't interested in being open. In many ways, that's our life. We're not interested in being open. We, we like things the way we have already envisioned them. We like things in the way that they were last time, right? I remember one time going on vacation and one of my children said to me, like, they were upset because we stayed in a little bit of a different place. We had a different room. We went on a different day and I'm like, what are you upset about? He's like, no, because last year was so great. We went back to the same place. And so he envisioned the exact same experience. And when we had a little bit of a different experience, a different room, a different day, a different activity, he was holding on to last year, thinking that this year would just be a repeat. That was good. If it ain't fixed, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I tried to explain, that's not how life works. You don't always get the same everything. <clears throat> Even if you go back to the same place, it's not always the same. Even if they're still your child, they're not the same five years later. Even if it's still your business, if it's still your company, it's not the same if a pandemic hits and shakes up the industry. Even though you're still the same, you're not still the same five years later because you're older for better or for worse. Nothing's ever the same. Change is how, the, how God created the world. God created a world in a state of change. There's a constant need of change. Your body regenerates itself. The world regenerates itself. Seasons come and seasons go. Everything could have been straight. Everything could have been straight. There is a time to plant and to harvest and to reap and to eat and to this, this times as King Solomon said, there's a time for everything, which means things are constantly changing and changing and changing and changing. And what we're doing is we're constantly holding on. I want it to be the same. I like it. It was comfortable. Or based on yesterday, I can see into the future because I can just project from the past and this doesn't line up. This challenge wasn't here in my mind. I didn't expect this to come. I didn't expect this to come my way. <clears throat> I'm not interested in that. It's going to make me uncomfortable. It's new. It's different. These are the things that, that block us from much more greatness and much more success than anything else that we do. Most of us have everything that we need to be successful. 
everything that we need to take our lives to the next level. What's, what's blocking us in many cases is not the circumstance. Because we don't know who we are until we are engaged in the circumstance. We don't know who we can be until we are in the circumstance. And in the circumstance, we bring things out that we never brought out before. You know, that guy who looked at the banquet and it hit him for the first time all week that he wasted a week. He wasted an opportunity of a lifetime. It's very similar to what Bonnie Ware said in her book. Bonnie Ware, I've spoken about her here before, was an end-of-life nurse taking care of people at the end of their lives and she wrote a book about it. And she wrote in her book that what people regret most at the end of their life is all the things they could have had and could have done that they didn't do. They don't regret being something that they weren't. They don't regret doing things that they really couldn't do. They don't regret having lives that weren't meant for them. What happens at the end of one's life, according to Bonnie Ware, is you start to get real clarity. You see, when my buddy, when it was my buddy, but my, when the participant on the trip was in the middle of the trip, and we said, let's go do this. And he said, nah, he wasn't thinking I'm going to miss an opportunity, right? He was thinking this is stupid or I'm not interested or it's not going to do anything for me, right? The brain was creating all of these excuses, all of these reasons. And they were all someone else's fault. It wasn't him that was the problem. It's never him that's the problem. So in the middle of it, he was coming up with a reason why it makes no sense to do it. And it's this and it's that. And usually when you're in that space, this is dumb. This person's dumb. This thing doesn't work, right? You have a problem with the world. You're fine. It's the world that's got the problem. And the world moves on past you. <laughs> in this case, all his friends were like, I'll do it. I'll try it. I'll go here. And then they come back and they're better for it. And while you're in the middle of it, you're going, that's nah. So they tried another thing. Now you're already double down on, on being the on being the, the, the downer. And your brain entrenches in to make sure that you come up with more reasons why you shouldn't. Just say sorry. Just move on. I've spoken to families that cousins don't know each other because the, the, the brothers and sisters, they don't talk for the stupidest reasons, really. Stupidest reasons. Money, little offense. And it's too late. And every year that the cousins start to get older, and the brothers and sisters of that, you know, the hot, you know, the, 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 the generation above them entrench now nah, because when we started when we first got married we went to business together and yeah or when i was younger or whatever he likes him more 
How come every time we're together, this one's favored? They entrench and entrench and entrench. Because as you go into a position, it becomes a lot harder to give up that position. As you take a stand, it becomes much harder to let go of your stand. I don't know if you guys have dealt with this, but this one's too religious, this one's not religious, like it's a whole game. And when you're going through it, you're 100% right. And all you need is somebody on your team to get it. All you need is one friend or a spouse or, or somebody in your life that can justify you and validate you. You should never call them. They did what? I wouldn't. Right? All you need is that. I'm in a trench. You get stronger and stronger and stronger. While you're going through it, you entrench. God throws a curveball. You're like, where is he? There's no God, or he doesn't listen to me. You entrench. God liked me. If he loved me, if he was with me, he would only give me sweet things. It's challenging me now. Entrench. Opportunity to do something, but I don't know. And should I, or shouldn't I, or make a mistake? Should I apologize? Shouldn't I apologize? But you entrench and entrench and entrench. One day, two days, three days, four days. Or in life, one decade, two decades, three decades. You know what happens? The banquet. The banquet happens. It's Bonnie where it says that banquet's the end of your life. And you start to realize that your days are coming, as one older person said to me, said to, didn't say it to me, said to a friend who told me, he said, uh, it's crazy to even say it the way he said. He goes, he says, he's rounding third. I hate when he said that, but he sense. He sense something. And you look at your life and you go, oh, wow, I could have had real relationships. I could have had much more happiness. I could have been much more connected spiritually. I got lost in materialism. I could have had a fulfilling career. I could have had a my kids, my family, my friends, my community. Why did I entrench so much for? Why didn't I take that road? What would have happened? I would have failed a big deal. Why didn't I try that thing? They were going for a week. I could have gone. Why didn't I just say yes? This came my way anyways. Why didn't I just engage with enthusiasm? That was what we said earlier. That was Abraham's greatness. He just said, yes. Enthusiasm. (laughs) One of the great challenges is that we're not open. And when you're not open, you start to lose opportunities that don't come back. And you entrench yourself to be more closed and more closed until we wake up one morning, we look back and those opportunities are gone. And then we get the clarity of, wow, I really 
I really had something that I lost. That's the challenge. Take life by the horns. Enthusiasm, empowerment, faith. Today's the day. King David says, This is the day that God made. Today is the day that God made. Let's rejoice in today. What are my opportunities? Which, what's, what's, what's coming my way? What detours? What am I going to regret later? That doesn't mean you have to run around with like a chicken without a head. It could be you trench in. It could be the other way. It could be that you spend more time in, on working on the inside, not necessarily running around all the time. In fact, the people that run around all the time sometimes run around because they're not working enough on the inside. All right, we'll talk about this. All right, everybody, have a great day. And with God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow.